back to the Michigan Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. And uh, real happy right now to be actually in our studio doing something. Now, bear in mind, I'm alone and everybody else is remote. But it is nice to be back in the old studio right here with our logo that you can see, right? And now we're going to run up to the UP. An old buddy, Joel Schultz, director of the Sioux Tribe of Chippewa Indian Economic Development Corporation in Escanaba. Joel, you know, we've known you here on the Michigan Business Beat through Michigan SB, at that time, TDC, CUPID, and, uh, and Michigan Works, UP, Word, just all kinds of things. Let's talk a little bit right now, if we can, about the circumstance, because this is probably the most odd, extraneous circumstance that you and I have ever talked during, and I'm, of course, talking about COVID-19. How, how is everybody up there dealing with this? Well, just a little correction, Chris. I'm operating out of Sault Ste. Marie now. You used to talk to me in Escanaba a lot, and I'm over, I'm, I'm over a few hours, and you know, it's, it's unique times. And, you know, ahead of time, we you know, said, hey, what do you think the impact is? And it's, first of all, the amount of time that is spent or diverted to COVID-related topics, whether it's how to keep your employees safe or it's whether how to, how to take advantage of some relief dollars that are out there or, you know, just whatever comes up on a daily basis, that's enormous, right? It's like another job on top of what's there. Staffing's difficult, you know. It's, it it has provided some opportunities for staffing, but getting people into those positions is really difficult up here right now. We can't we can't get people, especially entry level, entry level and and specialized skills, you know. So those those have been some real big challenges for us. And then of course the lost revenue out of our enterprise side is a major concern for us. You know, I mean it's like casinos, which have really really taken an impact. You know, that's not in my court. I don't operate casinos per se. But, um, you know, as a government, as an overall entity, it's a major part of what we do. So, so trying to balance how the markets are changing so much, you know, what you can expect for gross revenues, how you manage those businesses, how you try to manage the additional time constraints of administering the different COVID programs and, you know, just the everyday reality that being in the area. And then compounding what was an existing challenge of hiring or having staff with now some uh, unique circumstances where people are more comfortable and maybe can afford to stay at home, it's, it's challenging. You know, this is such an irony because before COVID, one of the biggest problems facing employers was getting employees, was getting talent. Nobody has that problem in the lower peninsula right now because their people are off and they're supposed to be off and for the most part. You're still having problems up there getting people. We are, as we try to, you know, so tourism has ran back up in the UP a little bit. And so I run the enterprises. We have gas stations, we have, you know, furniture stores, we have flooring, we have those type of things. And, you know, they were completely shut down. But as they come ramp back up, our thin staff that we had is, you know, not all of it's coming back. It's, it's the expansion. We are in a couple markets that utilize J1 employees. They didn't come this year, you know, so you're in a balancing act of, yeah. uh, volume so maybe you don't need them but you know we're getting some peaks now on weekends or you know travels increased up here quite a bit and so yeah and then like maybe we'd say under these COVID or the cares funds that we have some dollars to be able to implement some projects that can you know abate or offset the impact of the COVID but you go to get that specialized project manager or that expertise that's allowable to hire and they so far haven't been readily available for us so it's yeah we we have some opportunities in front of us that have been created through a disaster, which is not the way you want to get the opportunities, but capitalize yeah. 
most difficult. Now, listen, I, and I don't want to talk specifically to the casinos, but there is a separation, I think, of laws and how jurisdictions and how things are dealt with. So tell me about within the tribe, how they're dealing with regulation on, you know, masks and social distancing and those types of things. Well, you know, we are a separate, unique, sovereign nation, right, with our own government and our own, and with that said, I think some, you know, even the way you frame that might say, well, geez, we'd have advantages because we don't have to fall under the strict rule of the state of Michigan, that sort of thing. But that's not the way it's playing out for us. Our board's been even more concerned and, and maybe been ahead of the curve as far as safety measures and clamping some things down some. So there's not a lot of difference from the way we're conducting business on tribal lands versus what the state's doing. In fact, in some cases, we may be even more conservative. And I give our board credit. When they shut down the casinos, they continued to pay all the staff. They've taken care of their people in the process. You know, and I knew that. I was posturing it more as not that you have an advantage, but that you're living by the rules and even more stringently. And so I'm I'm trying to draw a level playing field here so people understand exactly what we're talking about. So tell me a little bit, are are people, how are they feeling up there? I mean, our stats are showing that about 60 to 65% of business people two months ago, month and a half ago, were feeling fairly positive about things being back to normal in about a year. What what is your feeling anecdotally up there? A roller coaster. You know, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if you're asking for my emotions or my intake on it or, or input on it or what I see other businesses or the people that we work with, but they're probably both the same. It's a bit of a roller coaster. There's times in the UP you can go through your daily routine and not know the crisis exists, right? We're rural. You know, I'm a youper. I like to go out in the woods. I like to do those type of things. But then, you know, like you said, you come back in and you get punched in the gut with it. and It's there and it's affecting us and what the schools are going to do and the lack of tourism, which is a very important thing for us. And, you know, as an independent, you know, sovereign tribal nation, a lot of our funding comes from the revenue generated from the casino, those type of things. So those being shut down, we don't, you know, it's getting us in a bad position of being dependent on different funds outside government or outside. And that's not, you know, that's what we've been working to, to move away from for all these years. So. We do, yeah. we do exciting stuff, you know, I mean, the, the, we've stood up four companies here this year so far. We've, we're diversifying our revenue, trying to get, we're not solely dependent on tourism or hospitality-based industry. We're getting into the 8A contracting. We're like, for example, we've acquired and we've expanded a hazardous abatement company, does asbestos-led mold. Now we're including COVID. It's created some market opportunities. So, so there, you know, it's, it's not all. So a lot of the work we've been doing over the last couple of years to diversify our economy and, and to try to get into different fields is saving us a bit right now, you know. So we do have areas where we have sales growth, you know, versus the declines that everybody's experiencing. But, but overall, you know, it's a tough time. Yeah, certainly is. Joel Schultz, director of the uh, Sioux Tribe of Chippewa Indian Economic Development Corporation in Sault Ste. Marie. Thanks so much for joining us. Always good to see you, bud. Keep up your chin. Good to see you. I, I had face for radio, so this new video thing, you know, is it's not great. <laughs> a little scary for both of us. All right. Thanks Thank a lot, you. Joel. Appreciate it. And thanks to all of our guests today, and of course, all of you for being part of this broadcast. You are essential. In the meantime, you've been listening to the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman for all of us at the Michigan Business Network wishing you a very prosperous day.